precious girlfriends, sisters in Christ, and new sisters in Christ. How are you today? It's Susan, founder of Grayscale Life Ministries, and this host for Christian Real Talk for Women and Teen Girls. This has been another week of Delta, right? COVID, and different challenges. Whatever you're going through, God is with you. Um, my daughter's over right now, but I just want to, and she's talking to my husband, but I just want to take this time to be with you through the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for bringing these precious girlfriends together. They are so loved by you, Lord. Help them to remember how much you love them, how deeply you comfort them whenever they need you. Help them through whatever they're going through right now. All of us are going through different challenges, different seasons of our life. No matter what age, if we're a teenager, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, or older, 80s, 90s, the best years. <laughs> Dear Lord, help us all. Help us to get through this time, which you're challenging us with COVID and Delta variant, other variants. We know you're sending us strong messages, God. We know you're wanting us to come closer to you, to rely on you, to let you lead and guide us in all areas of our lives, whether it be in our homes, with our families, as well as anywhere we go, including outside workplaces. Please be with us, Lord. Protect these dear, precious girlfriends and who I dearly love. And uh, God, you love them so much. Thanks for giving us so much love. We praise you and worship you, and please help guide us right now through the Holy Spirit to be empowered and stronger again for this coming week and always. Amen. I'm going to uh, start with the positive self-affirmations for women and teen girls, which are on grayscale.com, and uh, you can turn to at any time, morning, noon, or night. I find them to be very useful. As you know, some of them will apply to you, some of them won't. Most of them will apply to you, though, whatever stage of life or season you're at. Uh, today's talk is about real love, okay? What is real love? What is real love by a man? I'm going to focus on that right now. There's some new occurrences in the news that, um, for me, are kind of disturbing because... There seems to be a trend in the United States where men uh, in particular are trying to exert, uh, I believe, in my view, and you're welcome to disagree, of course. We can respect each other in our differences of beliefs and values. But in my opinion, I believe that some men are exerting unhealthy power and control. And I'm going to act, uh, we're going to go over the positive Safra affirmations, but we're also going to review. I'm just going to ask you questions, and I'm going to ask you to think about those questions, probably this week when you have some free time in between your busy schedules. I know how busy all of you are. And uh, just to ponder these issues and to ask for God's wisdom and guidance. God will speak with you. God will speak to you through your conscience, through your heart, through your spiritual Holy Spirit, when you call on God to speak to you and send you the Holy Spirit, and will give you wisdom to, for yourself and for others in your life. 
We all, you have a very important purpose in your life. You have a very important God-given purpose. You all, each of you have tremendous talent, skills, knowledge, and you're intelligent. You are beautiful, no matter what anyone has ever said to you. Okay, always remember that. Positive self-affirmations. All girls, women of any age, teen girls and little girls, need to be reminded of their legal rights. God-given human rights to freedom and lasting happiness. Their right to and need for healthy boundaries. The right to self-actualization. The right to real love, genuine healthy love from God and from other people. And this, this love, real love, has its foundation in equality. Always remember that. And you can test your relationships through grayscale.grow, the free resources with the power and control wheel versus the equality wheel at any time. I really recommend you do that. I do it constantly you know, when needed in my relationships with all people, whether it be family or co-workers or customers, clients. Anywhere I go, there's always a need to be reminded of how we need to treat each other like Jesus would treat us with equality. All women, girls, boys, and men. The positive self-affirmations today, I'm not going to say I, I'm going to say you, because I want to empower you today. I want to give you strength and courage. I want to help you to feel that deep courage that comes only from God when you put God first. Let's Let's start. You are deeply loved by God. You are created by God's awesome love for you. God cares for you wants you to live your best life. You can put God first in your life before any person or thing, and that is really the wise way to live. You are powerful with God. You deserve to be treated with respect, dignity, and equality by all men and boys and women and girls in your life. As Jesus Christ treated women and girls in the Bible. Always remember that. You can believe and should believe in miracles. And the miracles can happen in your life. I recommend the next one. That you be grateful for blessings in your life. No matter how small or large. Because when you're grateful for anything. No matter how small insignificant it might seem. The sun that rises every morning, or the grass that's green, or the moon that comes out, and the stars at night. Whenever you're grateful for any little things in your life, you can increase your level of happiness on a daily basis. It's happened for me, and it can happen for you. You are capable of being patient. You can know that God will reveal His great plans and treasures for you in His time. Sometimes, ladies and girls, that one's a tough one for me because I have a 30-year-old of justice battle and it's still going on, dear friends, dear girlfriends, precious girlfriends. But I know, I remember in the Bible, in so many verses, it reminds us, that God will reveal His great plans and treasures for you and I in His time. 
and we just need to trust in Him and have faith in Him. You are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful, no matter what shape, size, color, background, or age. You deserve to respect your physical body, mind, and heart. You are deserving of real love. You are entitled to like and love yourself. You deserve to love yourself because God loved you first. You are able to and can protect your body, mind, and heart with healthy boundaries. And those healthy boundaries, you can be reminded of what they are by looking at the equality wheel on grayscale.com and the power and control wheel on grayscale.com under test your relationships, free resources for women and girls. The power and control wheel and quality wheel, of course, are based on the DuluthModel.org and referred to by numerous agencies and mandated that are authorized by the U.S. Department of Justice of the United States of America. You are more precious than gems like diamonds, rubies, and emeralds, as the Bible states. You have a legal right to pursue freedom, happiness, and prosperity, as stated in the Bible and the U.S. Constitution. I recommend you review the U.S. Constitution, of course, and always the Bible, the living Word of God. God wants you to live a healthy, safe, and secure life with self-confidence, peace, fun, and success. And notice they say fun. Yeah, God wants you to have fun and peace. God wants you to be self-confident. You have a God-given legal right to calmly say no, stop, to any person and to take action to protect yourself if or when any man, teen, boy, women, or girl, threaten or harm you in any way through actions and or threatening, harmful, slandering words and to report that person to police or other governmental agencies. You have a legal right to leave unsafe places if necessary to protect your healthy boundaries, your physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual health and wellness. You, your feelings, are valid and legitimate. Trust your feelings. You are not overly emotional, crazy, mentally ill, a freak, or a drama queen, etc., or some of the other things that people say when you try to protect your healthy boundaries. Ladies, precious girlfriends, this is a very common unhealthy behavior or tactic used by many men, boys, women, and girls, many people to gain unhealthy power and control When I learned that and realized that, it had such a strengthening impact on me, and it can do the same thing for you. Just remember that. That's a common tactic that people do. They'll try to tell you that you're emotional, too overly emotional, crazy, mentally ill, a freak, or a drama queen, or they'll use some other techniques or subtle acts or words to try to make you feel inferior and make you not trust your own feelings, which are valid and legitimate. 
people try to hurt you emotionally or physically, remember this too. This was very strengthening for me. Generally, these same people do not feel good about themselves. They exhibit self-hate behavior, such as alcoholism, drug use, overeating, bullying, self-centeredness, selfishness, lack of compassion, even sexual promiscuity, oh, you know, where it goes to an extreme, or they have a past family history of abuse, dysfunction, mental illness, inability to live in a healthy, calm manner, and they lack in self-confidence. These people need professional help in counseling. You can take care of yourself. You are able to choose healthy food to put into your body and exercise regularly at home or at a fitness center or a gym. That's what I do. It's easy. It just takes practice. All this takes practice. And don't just forgive yourself when you make mistakes and get back right on track. It takes practice, just like when you build a muscle. You can know that this, when you exercise and put healthy food in your body, like more vegetables and fruits, green, kale I eat, uh, broccoli uh, with nice hot sauce, (laughs) and other uh, delicious uh, items, fruits, and brown whole grain rice in my rice cooker, and uh, nice salmon, and uh, black beans, black bean burgers, and other nice healthy foods, blueberries, sweet potatoes, all the superfoods you can look up. You'll see that'll create positive moods and hormones in you. And when you exercise regularly, you can do it. You can get in the best shape you've ever been. That's what I feel, and I feel like I'm in a better shape now than I was in my 20s. You can do it too. You can learn from your mistakes like I am. You are forgiven by God when you humbly ask for forgiveness. Every time I read these positive affirmations and I say that one, I always stop and say, God, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my mistakes. I've made so many of them throughout my life. I need to forgive myself, too. That's been the hardest part. Maybe for you, too. Forgive yourself. God forgives you. Just go humbly to Him. He's here with us right now. He forgives you anytime, 24-7. You can forgive yourself for your mistakes, as I have, and always will. I'll always have to ask God for forgiveness and forgive myself. We'll all continue to make mistakes, won't we, until the day we die and go to be with Him in our home in heaven. You can forgive other people who have wronged you. For all of us, that's one of the hardest ones, isn't it? But you can, because when you forgive, you want to really need to forgive other people who've wronged you. It's as the Bible says, because God is telling us, if you don't forgive them as I forgive you, Jesus forgives you, then you jeopardize your even the Heavenly Father and Jesus' forgiveness, right? And furthermore, you keep yourself in a state of bondage, and uh, that unhealthy forgiveness, anger, rage, whatever it is, against those people that have wronged you, that's just going to mess you up, right? It doesn't help you live a healthy, calmer, more successful life, right? 
Next one. You are capable of staying calm and managing your responsibilities. You are able to manage your emotions. You are able to learn from negative experiences and move on to receive God's treasures. God has great treasures for you and I. Today and tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, this year. We're going to get through this COVID-19 and the Delta variant and any other variants, right? We're going to be stronger and we're going to live and be even more successful. You can know that when you are more self-aware, confident, calm, and kind, your relationships will improve in your home and in your workplace, anywhere you go. When you're more self-aware and confident and calm and kind, you'll see how it just transforms your life as it has with me in awesome ways. My life is better than it's ever been. And you'll have, you'll like yourself and love yourself a lot more. And other people will respond to you in a much more positive way for your success. You can know that when you help your spouse, partner, boyfriend, or other family members feel more confident and valued by God, your life will improve because God is able to perform miracles anywhere and anytime. But you also need to always remember, please, dear precious girlfriends, that you need and must protect your healthy boundaries. You need to protect your mind, body, and soul, your spirit. You can have faith in God's power and believe in His desire that all people's lives are filled with happiness, love, and hope. Always keep the hope. You are getting better every day. You are trying to do your best. And I commend you and congratulate you right now for being with me right now. Because God is going to bless you. God's blessing you right now for being together and praising Him and worshiping Him and obtaining His blessings for our lives now and always. You are enough. No matter what anybody has ever said in the past, present, or in the future, you are enough. You are able to control your thoughts, words, and actions in positive ways to protect your happiness, which you deserve and God wants for you today and always. You can be careful to protect your personal presentation of yourself on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, or apps on your phone, to honor and respect God's desire for you to attract good, respectful people in your personal and work life for lasting increased happiness. Remember that. Who do you attract who do people attract when they don't protect their personal presentation? When, for example, girls or women expose them, bought their bodies too much, and they're, or they, um, a man or boyfriend that they want to date or trying to get his attention, they ask for a nude photo. I've heard this from some women and teen girls. Today, with social media and the way people can share photographs, some boys and men are saying send me some nudes send me some breasts let me see your breasts let me see other parts of your physical body what do you, what kind of people do you think you're going to attract what kind of man or boy 
boy. Do you think they're going to respect you if you send nudes of yourself and then seek their approbation and their approval? What do they... They'll get more power and unhealthy power and control over you. That's number one, won't they? And they'll also... And please recommend this to other friends that you have if they're jeopardizing their health, safety, and welfare too by doing this and not attracting the right men or boys to date, that's not going to help them get respect for lasting happiness, is it? Please, I feel really strongly about that. I see how some women are exposing themselves on Facebook and Instagram. Regular people like me or you, or celebrities too, and it's not attracting good, respectful men and boys because in the end ladies, dear precious girlfriends teen girls men don't want women who are used up or look like they just give it up real easy, do they? They don't really want that kind of woman for serious relationships, do they? I don't think so I hope you agree Do they want the kind of woman who protects and feels sacred like Jesus wants her to treat her body. I remember my great aunt Ida, she said to me, great aunt Ida Anderson, she said, Susan, when I was a teenager, always remember this, your body is the temple of the Lord. What was she trying to teach me? She was trying to teach me to respect my body and not give up my virginity too early, not expose my body unhealthy ways that God doesn't want because God wants you to obtain and attract respectful good men and boys to date and to become and hopefully have a life partner with who respects you and honors you and gives you dignity what kind of man is gonna you know be attracted to a woman who exposes herself too easily or shares her body too soon when dating I've made plenty of mistakes but you know what in the end I did find a man and he respects me and honors me now and we've been married a long time 30 plus years okay so yeah we've had our challenges and in my dating life yes I had my challenges but I can tell you with confidence if you think in you let your conscience and God speak to you and you say to yourself do I want lasting happiness and who do I want to attract if I haven't found a life partner or if I'm dating and or if I'm married already how do I want this man or boy to treat me do I want him to treat me like a princess ask yourself that and then yeah God wants you to be treated like a princess Okay, or a queen. That's how I feel now that I'm treated by my husband, my beloved, precious, sweet, gentleman husband. He's a real gentleman now. And he is treating me like a princess. I'm grateful for. I pray that the man or boys in your life are treating you like princesses. Yes, we all need to work hard. Yes, we need to, you know, do our part to serve others and help others. But you deserve the best kind of man or boyfriend. 
I always tell my daughters this and to respect themselves and then you'll attract the right kind of man or boy. Remember that your self-care, home cleaning, meal preparation, child care, or even healthy adult sex in your marriage or intimate partner relationship are activities which are worth tremendous value. And that's capitalized on the positive self-affirmations because these activities greatly benefit, again capitalized, your spouse, partner, and or boyfriend. And if and when appropriate and healthy, other family members, friends, and co-workers. Because remember this, dear precious girlfriends, any child children, family members, friends, and co-workers benefit directly or indirectly when you are treated with value, dignity, and respect for these basic human life activities. Right? You can know that people who say they are Christian, quote, but do not treat women and teen girls with respect, dignity, and equality are often not following God's laws and commandments as per the Bible, U.S. government laws, and Jesus Christ's living example on earth over 2,000 years ago. And again, I say here to please refer to the U.S. Department of Justice and also the website justice.gov and also grayscale.com under the test your relationships links with the power and control wheel versus the equality wheel. The same advice I give our daughters. One is now dating, the other one is married, and she found a good man who treats her with respect, dignity, and honor. Praise God. I always have told them that we don't care. I know my husband feels the same. We don't care how much money a man makes anymore for our other daughter who's not married now, she's dating. We care about how that man treats our daughters, whether he treats them with respect, dignity, and honor, and compassion. Compassion, remember, is very important, whether he values their feelings, whether he listens to them, doesn't talk too much, treats them physically, emotionally, and mentally with respect and honor and dignity, values their companionship, treats them like princesses. That's what we really want. Any parent who loves, deeply loves their daughters, that's what we really want, don't we, if, we're, if you, some of you are mothers? We want our daughters to be treated with compassion and equality. Next one, you can use kindness, gentleness, and loving words or actions when you remind people, just like I'm reminding you right now, of God's laws and commandments and U.S. government laws. You can protect your health and wellness by distancing yourself temporarily or permanently from negative, unhealthy people or leave places that can or do harm your body mind and heart, just as Jesus instructed his disciples when they were not treated with respect, honor, and dignity to, quote, brush their feet off and leave. 
Examples, you may benefit from temporary breaks or stays at a friend's home, family member's home, or co-worker's home. Take a little vacation, or if needed, see possible semi-permanent safe places for you and any children to stay, like the USA Shelters directories that you can find on grayscale.com. Remember, too, you can start your own home business while caring for your family or work part-time, full-time to earn money. I'm a long-time entrepreneur for over 20 years. You can build financial strength as well as increased empowerment for dignity, respect, and equality, just as God wants you to be treated in life as per the Bible. You can protect your body, mind, and spirit and practice safe sex. You can be very careful about who you let into your life and seek friendships with people who also try to honor God. You can know that Jesus himself protected his own healthy boundaries as in the living word. You can try to be like Jesus Christ, who God sent to save us. With God, you can do anything, as God reminds you over and over in the Bible, the living word of God. You can know that when you stay disciplined with God's power and love, you can are able to experience greater success in all areas of your life. Congratulations right now for staying disciplined by meeting together right now through the Holy Spirit and saying these affirmations. And here are big hugs and lots of love. The Bible verse, one of the many Hundreds of Bible verses that I love. I end on this one, the positive self-affirmations with, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Philippians 4.13 Thank you, Lord Jesus, for bringing these precious girlfriends together this Sunday and always through you, Lord, the Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask you some questions right now. Um, because of the news... No, I'm not going to share a funny story tonight. I'm going to ask you questions that I just want you to think about. I want you to visualize us living 2,000 plus years ago in Jesus' time. And I want you to just close your eyes right now and picture that we're all living together when Jesus walked the earth. And uh, Jesus is our neighbor and the disciples we live in the same village that he lives in. Whether it be in Jerusalem or Nazareth, he traveled, of course, all throughout uh, the Middle East. And I'm going to ask you these questions. Let's say we're all shopping at a local village market, as they did in those days over 2,000 years ago. In some ways, so many ways similar to how we shop even now today at some of the outdoor markets and flea markets and grocery village markets that go on, especially in the summer, warmer weathers here in the United States, right? They're fun to go to. And I want you to just ask yourself, let's, uh, Jesus is walking and eating an orange <laughs> and we're snacking on some fruit too at the, at the grocery outdoor markets. And Jesus is off to the side with some of his disciples, maybe Paul, Peter, uh, maybe uh, Luke, or no, Luke did not 
born, became a disciple later after Jesus' death. But uh, some of the other disciples that were with him, even the one that betrayed him, perhaps, you know who that is. Let's say a man uh, is with a woman in the grocery market, and you and I are close by, looking on with Jesus. And Jesus and you and I, we see this man touch this woman's breasts, and uh, she does not want him to touch her breasts. Oh, she gets fearful, and he tries to take advantage of her, and then even tries to touch her private parts, her vagina part, under her dress. What do you think Jesus would say to that? What do you, how do you think Jesus would react? How do you think you and I would react? Would we try to help that woman? Would Jesus try to help that woman and protect that woman? I believe Jesus would. Just like he protected that woman when uh, the men brought her before him and said she committed adultery, we all want to throw stones at her. And Jesus looked at them and said, if any of you are not guilty, in so many words, and have without sin or a plank in your own eyes, go ahead and throw a stone. And what happened? None of them threw a stone at her, did they? Because they all knew they themselves were guilty. Would Jesus try to help that woman from sexual assault? I'm asking you these questions because some of the leaders in the United States have outwardly admitted to kissing women when they didn't want to be kissed or seek kissing from that man. You know who these men are that have obtained leadership in our the great country of the United States of America. They kissed women. These All the women that came forward, they, they're not lying. Do you think Jesus would believe these women? Yes, I believe Jesus would believe these women, that they're telling the truth, even though different political parties will try to attack them and they will try to say that they're lying. No, and there's more than 12 women who've, who've claimed and are, are seeking justice because they were inappropriately touched, kissed, fondled in their breasts and or touched their vaginas and particular men bragged about touching. They just let me touch their pussies, he said. And he, this man still was elected to the highest-ranking office of the United States of America. Would Jesus have liked that or approved of that? Would Jesus have tried to help these women? Yes, Jesus would try to help these women. Jesus would not approve of these women, touch, these men touching women when they did not want to be touched. Jesus would believe them just like he believed that woman. Yes, she committed adultery, but she was forgiven. Would he forgive the men for doing their crimes? Sexual assault? Domestic violence, too? Where one of the highest-ranking politicians of the United States, even it has admitted that, or claims that it's a right, that man has a right when he's married to a woman to rape her. And his ex-wife even admitted in open court that she had been raped and then removed that statement because she wanted to seek 
and obtain her monetary appropriate settlement for being married to that man. I want you to put politics aside. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, or Independent. And I want you to ask yourself these questions. And who is the right person to lead our country today, tomorrow, and in the future? Whether it be the President of the United States of America, or a governor, or a mayor, or a council member. What kind of man or woman do we want to lead? In particular, what kind of man? Because most of the offices are still held by women, yes, and praise God, more women are in political office, aren't they? And I am so thankful and grateful for that. I believe it should be equal. I hope you do too, just like the Equality Wheel and just like God wants in the Bible. I want you to ask yourself now, we're back at the grocery outdoor outdoor market, we're shopping for fruit and vegetables and fresh bread, and we can smell the smell of the bread, and Jesus, and we reached out to help that woman, and we pulled her aside, and Jesus said, now you go seek justice for that crime against you. You are loved by God, and God does not want you to be touched inappropriately, whether it be a minor kiss or a kiss with the tongue, or touching the breast, or touching the vagina, or whatever these men calls it, men call it sometimes. Would Jesus would say to that woman, "Now you go seek justice for the wrongs committed against you, because God never wants you to be touched like that, and to be treated with a lack of dignity, respect, and honor." God deeply loves you. That's what I believe Jesus would say. Do you? I want you to think about that this week and always. When you decide on your voting ballot, whenever that comes, whether it be for the President of the United States, I don't like to get into politics, but I find it very important right now. Because these are life decisions right now that people are making making choices and they're turning away from what I believe and what God I believe and Jesus would believe is the right thing to do would here's another man in the marketplace the grocery market and this man is now trying to pass a bill and Jesus and all we're in a crowd of people who are listening to this man And this man is talking about a bill that where he wants it passed by the community 2,000 years ago. We're all in this community with Jesus and the disciples. He wants this law to pass where women are controlled by this bill. and They're governed about what they can wear and what they can't wear. And he's trying to tell women that you and men, you need to vote for this because women shouldn't be allowed to wear whatever they want to wear. They are, they must wear no, uh, they must wear shirts with sleeves and they must wear pants with cuffs 
<laughs> in those days they didn't have pants and they didn't have shirts with no sleeves but they had equivalent clothes that a person could govern right and control and that the women must wear uh, outfits that are always uh, uh, not above the knee do you think Jesus would want these women to be controlled like that with power and control by men yes women Jesus would want women to protect their bodies and treat themselves with dignity and respect through their clothing like we've already talked about both on social media but we're back in 2,000 years ago would Jesus want women to dress in a very you know conservative way yes but would Jesus want to control what they wear to a point where it's a bit absurd and outrageous I don't think so (laughs) I don't think Jesus would agree to that or want to control women from their freedom their freedom to choose what they want to wear that day in the morning when they take their children to school or they go to their workplaces or wherever they go or they just work in the home I don't think so but you can think about that too okay that's what one governor of Texas is trying to do right now he's trying to pass a bill where he controls what people women are wearing that they're not allowed to wear pants with no cuffs shirts with no uh, they have to wear shirts with sleeves and I believe it's dresses that are not above the knee well I like to wear workout clothes to the gym and fitness center for example do you uh, that means I couldn't wear my shorts and my workout clothes and my my uh, workout pants hmm. okay and to work I wouldn't be able to wear a sleeveless dress with a skirt <laughs> or in, in my home office or my outside office I wouldn't be able to wear and what what to what extent would this person go to enforce that law would I be fined would you be fined how much money would people be able to sue me for violating those clothing rules this is a very disturbing trend and it would be disturbing 2,000 years ago when Jesus walked the earth it would it's disturbing today to me there's a disturbing extreme fundamentalist Christian cloaked in Christian um, movement in the United States where men are claiming to be Christian and they are taking extreme unhealthy even women too uh, views and trying to impose rules and then furthermore giving people who have no right at all or knowledge or are strangers the ability to sue these women and anybody who helps them with their own free legal rights uh, they're able he's the governor also I, as you know obtained approval in the Supreme Court for pro-life and I'm not going to get into pro-life versus non-pro-life I'm not going to share my views right now that's a very serious personal issue that you need
need to decide and I also will keep my view private right now. I seek what God would approve of. I hope you do too. What would Jesus do? Would Jesus forgive and love? Yes, Jesus would forgive and love. Would Jesus want laws imposed on women where any person, even a stranger, could sue that woman or anyone that helps that woman? If she's had 10 kids, not have another 11 when she's so poor and her husband, or if she's not, they can't afford to have an 11th child? I'll, I'll just ask you that question. Would Jesus force her? And then furthermore, have that woman when they're in poverty or close to poverty or very poor? What would he do? Would he allow people to sue them and anyone who helps them uh, c- control the number of children in their family? Just, well, just like, these are just questions, okay? They're difficult questions. They're challenging questions. But as Christians, when we're really trying to be Christian and follow God's rules and laws, Ten Commandments, as well as U.S. laws, when we're really trying to follow God's laws, Jesus' laws, we should ask ourselves, what would Jesus do? Remember? My great aunt Ida, who was a dear, beloved Christian too, she gave me jewelry that was with the letters, and maybe some of you have this kind of jewelry, and I want to have some on grayscale.com on the marketplace. What would Jesus do? W-W-J, right? D-D. What would Jesus do? We need to ask ourselves that more today, 2,000 years later, and say, now, is this man really, does he care, really care about what Jesus and God wants? Or is he just trying to impose his own beliefs and values that may not always be consistent with God's rules and views of women and girls and what God wants for women and girls? God wants freedom and God wants girls and women to live in peace and freedom and tranquility, I believe. Do you? I want you to ask yourself that. If a man is allowed to control what a woman wears through a new bill that this governor of Texas is trying to pass, what what else is going to happen? Aren't the views of that a woman is, is allowed, a man is allowed to do anything he wants, like even commit domestic violence in the home? I mean, what is the... What is, what is to stop the man from doing abominable things? Like punching, kicking, hurting a woman or girl, or sexually abusing a girl, a teen or woman. Raping his own wife when she doesn't want to have sex. Like a former president of the United States said that a man should be allowed to rape his own wife. No. I want you to ask yourself, does Jesus, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus want for you, for me, for all women, for all teen girls, for all little girls? I want you to ask.
tears come to my eyes because to me this is no good what's going on although 75 million or so voted for these this person probably because of pro-life views right I'm not gonna go there that's a very personal decision if a girl is raped or a woman is raped is she required to have that baby if a girl is abused at age 12 which happens all the time across the United States should she be required to have that baby what would Jesus want what would Jesus do if a family is poor and they can't afford to have another child no matter what color background or age what would Jesus do what would Jesus want I remember Jesus said let the dead bury the dead when some people wanted to go to a funeral there are times when Jesus took certain stances I want you to ask yourself please dear precious girlfriends what would Jesus do with the challenges that we face today the questions that we face which side to be on no matter what political party whether it be Republican Democrat Democrat Republican or independent I'm not going to state what my position is right now I tend to be a conservative but right now in my view I'm an independent and I just want to watch and I'm just going to observe and I'm going to ask these questions that I believe God is asking you and I to ask what would Jesus want in a leader for our country of the United States of America the country that all of us love what would Jesus want for a governor to look like and act like and say what would Jesus want a man or a woman in a leader of our country, whether it be the President of the United States, a governor, mayor, council person, or anything, any other position of power, a corporate leader, a CEO, what would Jesus want that person to look like? What kind of integrity would he Jesus want? What kind of actions and words would Jesus want to see in that leader? Okay? Whether it be the leader of our home, too. What kind of man do we want to lead our home? And do we want to be treated as equals, partners in that leadership? When we get married, I do. I seek equality in my marriage. And we're co-leaders. And it works best. I pray for you that you have that if you haven't obtained it already. I have. It takes work. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes a lot of effort, dear precious girlfriends. And young women who are not married, listening, seek a man who treats you with equality. You'll be have such a happier life on a daily basis. And that's what God wants for you. That's what Jesus wants for you. Whether it be the leader of our homes, if your father or your uncle or your foster parents are not treating you with respect, dignity, or honor, I pray for you. If your father didn't treat you with respect, 
equality or an honor, I pray for you. If your current father or husband, spouse, or boyfriend doesn't treat you with respect, dignity, or honor and equality as per the equality wheel, and is treating you in an unhealthy way, which looks more like the power and control wheel, I pray for you. Tears come to my eyes because I really feel for you. As you know, my brother committed domestic violence against a lot of women, and I am seeking justice, and he has committed violence against me in all, not domestic violence, but also injustice, theft, many crimes against me. He took unhealthy power and control over me when my father died, and so did my mother. And she let him take unhealthy power and control over him. I have personal experience of this. 30 years it's been going on, and I'm seeking justice. And criminal and civil authorities are acting as per the laws, I pray, right now as we speak. And I'm just going to put that in God's hands. Whatever you're going through today, I pray for you. God is with you. God is with me. God will make things right. God is a good God, and God loves you and treasures you and treasures me and loves me. And good will overcome evil. Good (coughs) will overcome evil. Let's close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for giving us your wisdom and your guidance. These are hard questions. And they're not always easy to answer. And they're not we the steps that we need to take, the actions, the words we need to oh, say and do are not always clear. And we need you, Lord. We need you to guide us, to give us your wisdom, and to tell us what to do, and to guide us in the right God-honoring path in our personal lives, in our homes, in our workplaces, and when we go to the voting ballot for the U.S. President of the United States, governor of a state where we live, mayor in the city where we live, or wherever we are. We need your guidance in seeking the kind of leaders in our homes, in our partnerships, our life partnerships, raising our own children, our families, helping our, our elderly parents or other family members, aunts, uncles, if they're going through health and illness as well. We need your guidance, Lord. Protect our health, safety, and welfare always from COVID-19 right now, any variants, as well as unhealthy power control. Please, Lord, give these women, precious girlfriends, the real love that they deserve. Help them obtain that. Help them secure that kind of real love through standing up for themselves. Help them to have that strength and courage to stand up for themselves in their homes, starting in their homes, in their workplaces, wherever they go, and in choosing our leadership of the great country of America and in our states and cities. Guide them, Lord Jesus, because everything impacts our lives. The people that lead our country and our states and our cities also have a very profound impact on our daily lives and what kind of happiness and freedom we can obtain. 
now and in the future and for our daughters and our children and our sons and our, our grandchildren and, and, and future generations. And when we are, when people seek unhealthy power control over women, girls, and, and uh, teen women, teen girls, it also has a negative impact on boys and teen boys and men, ultimately. It takes wisdom and courage for these men and boys to see that. But through your guidance and love and strength and wisdom, and through humility, people can see your wisdom, Lord. Please guide these precious girlfriends always today and in the future. In Jesus Christ, amen. Here are big hugs and love. I hope you have a blessed, peaceful, and wonderful week. See you next week through the Holy Spirit.